ABF Creative. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Miss P. It is time for another episode of Another Word with Miss P. On today's episode, I am knocking out season six, episode number four of The Real Housewives of Potomac, and some juicy what you say happen now topics. y'all let's get it started with the real housewives of potomac episode number four this one was called going ham at the pajami jam this already sounds like some shit waiting to happen y'all remember that episode of moesha Yes, I'm taking it back. Whenever Jeremy was at the party, and now that I've seen Moesha as an adult again, I was like, Moesha just really stepped herself into some shit. She didn't know that it, well, yes, she did. Mo to the, she always knew that some shit was a brew, but then she wanted to act like she didn't know. But she knew it was just going to be a co-ed. This wasn't going to be no regular jammy jam. And she got into some shit. That's when Frank said, get your shit and let's get, get out of here. I said, ooh. So I knew hearing this episode title, it was going to be some shit. So we open up with Giselle and Robin. I forgot that they are besties. Like I said, I did not watch Real Housewives of Potomac since the beginning. Okay, I jumped in like two seasons ago. But either way, they now have a podcast. And since the pandemic, everybody and their mama have a podcast. But let me shut my ass up because I'm running my mouth on my own podcast. See, if you want it, you can have it. Amen. But there is room for everybody. And I repeat, there is room for everyone and Elaine for everything. You can talk about plants, food, bed sheets, kids. No topic is off limits in the podcast game. When I saw, honestly, all the bread and cereal options in the grocery store that stay on the market, I knew there is room for everybody in the game. So don't say, oh, I don't think I can do that. Or it's too many people out there. Boo! That is boo. Reasonably Shady is the name of their podcast because Robin is reasonable and Giselle is shady. Interesting. I would have called it just shade, shady as hell, too much shade, something along those lines that makes sense. But either way, they are here ready to do a photo shoot for the podcast. Robin is late as per usual. Bravo is so shady talking about 32 minutes later like SpongeBob. Girl, if you want these checks, show up. I never understood when people are late to get a check and it be on their own platform. Granted, I need to check my own self in that department, but consistency is the key to getting this money. Amen, everybody? Consistency and accountability. So thankfully, it's not just Robin's podcast alone, honey, because it would be gone. I don't even think if she'd record an episode. But anywho, Giselle is talking about Jamal. Okay, passenger Jamal Bryant, her ex-husband, talking about you can't have a long-distance relationship in the pandemic. I was like, boo, and shit, ma'am. That is what you allowed in the past. Him being gone, coming all back all willy-nilly with his Mr. Willie. Now you want him all the time. Girl, that's not how it goes. If he wasn't with you in the panoramic, he will not be with you. And that's the truth. Where was he laying at during the Panera Bread when everything was shut down? Exactly. That's what I want to know. You know what? I wish y'all could see my face. I was looking at Giselle just like the makeup artist was looking at her. Like, what are you expecting out of Jamal except for fuck shit? 
Okay, he's been doing it the last, how old are y'all kids? 15, 16, that's what he's gonna keep doing, honey. So Giselle, just move it along, sweetheart. I don't know what you're looking for. I don't know. Uh, Now, she didn't say that her daughter... Grace is embarrassing the Bryant name. She doesn't switch subjects real quick because whenever she talk about Jamal and herself, she got to switch it to somebody else. So she bring it on to her daughter. Basically, Grace is trying to get her learner's permit. And she's talking about, oh my God, I hope she gets it because she is embarrassing the Bryant family name. Girl, show her ass how to drive. I'm very confused. You can't expect people, especially kids, to know how to do things. You have to teach them, okay? I don't... Ooh, child. This is what we mean when her daughters were like, girl, emotionally, you're not there. And I can so, I so see it, especially on this episode with her daughter, child. But anywho, Robin and Giselle want to reach out to Mia after what happened with Wendy at the spa day. And in the text, I mean, they sent a nice little text. Hey, girl, let's go get some drinks. And then they say, um, but without Karen. I say, you know what? That's when you fucked up. I hate when people do that. If you're going to send an invite, just send the invite. If she brings Karen, all of y'all should be woman enough to look at each other or no. Okay. But at the same time, let me, let me retract. If I wanted to get to know somebody better, that was a friend of my quote unquote enemy. First of all, I wouldn't be meeting up with him, to be honest. Why? Because the enemy might come. Y'all might be talking about the enemy. Like, we don't have time. So either way, they set their own selves up with that, even sending the text and also thinking that they were just going to meet with Mia alone. Absolutely not. I don't understand it. Uh, Well, looky, looky, Michael is taking Ashley out. And that is so important to keep up the spice and the romance while you're preggers. It's so easy to fall into a routine, but you have to keep it spicy. And I can only imagine with their history and also having little Dean. But even if it's trying a new food or doing something together, it is so important. So I'm going to give some kudos. Yes, I'm going to clap it up a little bit for little Michael. Okay. Um, My question is, what does Michael do again? Because he says he wants to produce movies. Just all out of the blue. They don't order their food. She feeling real good. He got the bag just in case they got to run. And he drops this bomb on her. The Gap Band. And I'm about like, Ashley, Um, y'all have a whole baby coming and one at home. Of course, there are risks and rewards to everything. But yes, please think it through. And I mean all the way through, little Michael. <sighs> Michael, that's wrong timing. Let this woman have this baby and heal and shit. But at the same time, maybe he does need this distraction so he will keep his thing in his pants. Because y'all know when Michael don't have nothing to do, he's a scavenger. Okay, so let's let him pick up something uh, that makes sense. Now, should it be a feature presentation? I have no idea. But, ooh, I'm Michael, you put your foot in your mouth. He said, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't have talked about this because she was ready to go. She said, oh, Lord, I'm feeling uncomfortable. I said, that is very true. Michael, shut your ass up. So it is so good to see Karen, the dumb, talking to her daughter. I love when they're talking to their kids or doing something real regular, schmegula, because it makes them come on down from uh, the shady earth realm. You know what I'm saying? Yes, to her daughter being an executive in NYC. I think that's really cute. Karen is now going to be an ambassador to her hometown. And I think that's really great. And hopefully she does do more for her community and bring the community together to do more. I think that's really, really nice. Uh, Mia... She's now heading to The Joint. For those of you who don't know, um, her and her husband, they own uh, The Joint. It's a chiropractic franchise. And um, she's going around looking to see how things are going with her investments, as you should. Ooh, 
uh-uh, her child calls and wants to know, hey, girl, you still going to take me to um, practice or whatnot? She said, let me talk to your daddy. Uh, she said, G, do you mind taking him to practice? G was like, <laughs> you know, I don't mind, but this is your third time flaking. Get it together. The kids don't give a damn about your meetings, okay? Balance is the key. I so agree with G. That is very true. Children did not ask to be here and they do not give a damn what your schedule is. But at the same time, G, I'm looking at you, sir, like you just now retiring and put your feet up. Okay, you have all the time in the world to take him. And I know you weren't the basketball dad this whole entire time. But either way, communication is key with them. I understand she wants to be the boss bitch that she is. But at the same time, your kids, you know, they're very important. And this time is going to fly by, okay? Them businesses, they're going to either be here or not. But your children, they're going to be grown soon. And you'll be like, oh my God, all those moments. Yeah, ma, you weren't there. So G is now doing the same thing. He's now spending more time with the kids. And he's realizing this shit is not easy. So both of them, yes, need to have a balance to their schedules. Um... Back with Robin Wendy, and is her name Ascala, the new chick, for a workout session? Candace is throwing the pajama jam, and she invited everybody, and I mean everybody, including Karen, Mia, Ascala. She invited everybody. Now, meanwhile, Karen goes to see Mia. And I feel as though everybody is speaking on the pamper party. You know how Bravo does. They cue to two different scenes. So we wrap back around to the invite from Giselle to Mia. Mia said, I have nothing to speak to you about. Would you like for me to connect you with my assistant to pencil you in if we're going to discuss business? <laughs> now, granted, I personally don't even know if Giselle and Robin were really coming from a good place, especially if you put don't bring so-and-so to the invite. OK, furthermore, you probably don't want to be bothered with so-and-so, but just sending that. Like, don't even meet up with the person. If That's all I got to say. Candace. Oh, bless her heart. She's back in the studio. She's backing her own music. She was going to sign with, I believe his name was Chucky Thompson uh, last season, but she said, you know, that didn't work out. So now she's backing her own. And girl, I feel like you better not waste that money. Get to it, man. Get you some um, tea, throat lozenge, whatever you need. Even the producers were like, honey, I need you to give me more. You got to push. You got to push. You remember when Martin was telling Gina she got to push it till she gets it right. And I felt just like that girl. You got a lot of balls in the air, honey, but you better juggle them shits. If you want to put this album out and show us all to be a lie, okay? Bring it on, honey. Let's get to it. Ah, uh, okay. We're back with Giselle taking Grace to <laughs> her license permit. I mean, Grace looked like she wanted to throw up. Giselle was over it. The twins are just kikiing in the background. Honey, I would be distracted as well. Wait, was this her license or her permit? I think it was the permit. Either way, it's been so long since I got a permit that, child, I don't know what the test is on. I have no idea. But Lord, bless her heart. She got in the car. She didn't pass. Lord have mercy. Giselle, this is your responsibility to get it together. She was like, if Jamal were here and like eight minutes up the road, I'd just say, hey, you need to teach her how to drive. And I think she gets it from his side because he's driven. And I'm like, no, girl. <sighs> Even when she says, we'll do it better next time and roll in her eyes. I was like, Giselle, wrong moment. Then she was like, I'll just give her some space until she wants to speak again. I said, Bang. it is time for you all to clearly get on the road and start driving together. That would be nice. That would be really, really nice. 
Okay, okay. It's time for the little pajama jam. Honey, I love some good old horse divers, hors d'oeuvres. And when Candace was pouring that fireball, it looked like a beautiful time to me, honey. I love me some fireball. But anyway, Karen and Robin are the first to arrive and they're talking about the wedding, of course, because they have nothing else to talk about. When Robin came in, she looked like she wanted to throw up on sight looking at Karen. But anywho, Robin... <laughs> I'm sorry. Karen was like, so about the wedding, you and Juan, what are you going to do? Robin is like, nah, dog, I'm kind of good on all that wedding shit. She even looked like she wanted to throw up talking about the wedding. I wanted to say, Karen, exactly. To each his own. Get out of that and renew your vowels to Raekwon. Okay, that would be best. Here comes Giselle. Oh, Candace forgot to invite Ashley. But speaking of Ashley, her water broke anyway. So, baby, she wasn't going to come. Wendy is coming, a scholar's coming, and then here comes Mia coming to the party. Everybody starts talking about the infamous text of this episode. Finally, Mia is here to clear up the air, I guess, y'all. I don't know what the hell that was. So the choice of wording was improper on both sides. And when did Karen become the mediator uh, ringleader in this? I have no idea. But Mia said, okay, so I was aggressive on my part, my bad, but I don't like it when people put like stipulations on me. And granted, I could understand that. I totally understand that. But here comes a scholar out of nowhere talking about, well, you know what? It was just rude. I was like, girl, where did you come from? Didn't nobody summons for you? Who asked for you, a scholar? Have a seat. Mia was like, then, how many businesses did you own? Here goes Giselle and Robin. Like, what does that have to do with the price of eggs? A scholar was like, well, I own several. And then Mia was like, exactly. So you don't like it when people put stipulations on what you do, right? Granted, a scholar was like, shit. I mean, yeah, girl, you right. I said, oh, personally for me, I could see both points. I could see where Mia was coming from when she was doing the business thing. And granted, that was directed to a scholar. But my same thing is, what if a scholar said, no, I don't own a business or didn't answer it? Then Mia would have said something shady. So granted, uh, Mia, just hush. I take back what I said. That part wasn't even necessary. You could have just said, now, girl, would you want stipulations put on you? You ain't even got to bring up the business stuff. Sometimes people and their egos and what they have, they try to put it above other people. And half the time, you just need to shut the fuck up. That's how I feel on that one. So I take back what I was getting ready to say. I, mm -mm, it doesn't, no, it didn't sound right. It didn't. It just did not. Uh, thank you, Candace. Ding, ding, ding for telling everybody to shut up, play a game or something, honey, because we're not here for this. Over to the side while they were playing mascot, was it Prosecco Pong? I thought that was cute. Mia was like talking to Giselle. I feel like we got off on the wrong foot. Giselle on this note, I really liked what she said with this. She was like, nope, I was being nice, sincerely. And furthermore, don't ever send me no bullshit like that again, period. Okay, because I don't it, it wasn't called for. I didn't like that. Mia is finally understanding from all the girls, of course, because it's a big consensus right now that you don't have to be a boss and so damn aggressive all the damn time, especially if you just chilling. You know what I'm saying? And it's not called for. Chill. Do that whole aggressive boss shit when it's entirely necessary. And of course, as a black woman, that's very difficult to gauge because half the time people are always going to try to try you, okay? But at the same time, if you just ding, 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 ready to throw them punches, it's like, girl, relax. We just trying to have these little horse divers over here. We just trying to chill. We just want to know what was going on with the text, what you meant by it. It was real aggressive. 
But at the same time, I'm looking at Giselle like, are you ever going to say what you meant about please do not bring Karen? But at the same time, they both don't like each other. So either way, that was under lying shade. And Giselle knows what she'd be doing half the time. So I'm really looking at both Giselle and Mia like y'all are both of the same breed and y'all are both are in the boxing ring with each other. And you're like, how are we going to deal with each other? But all you can do is just stand down because you're the same breed. (sighs) They start playing Never Have I Ever. Wait, so I don't know who said, uh, I think it was Candace saying, Never Have I Ever Got My Clit Done. And then, of course, dig at Mia. Mia is the first one to drink her little whatever she was drinking. And then we're like, wait, huh? Did she get your clit done or a vaginal rejuvenation? I was really confused, confused, all of the above. She was like, well, it was actually a vaginal rejuvenation. Girl, it's a difference. I truly do believe there is a difference in that, okay? So Mia, child, she gonna drink the whole game. She had a threesome with her husband, right? I think it was never have I ever had a threesome. Of course, you know, that was Wendy's ass. And she watched Okay, she said she watched the threesome with her husband while he was getting it in with the chick. And I said, well, hell no. Everybody was like, "Mm -mm. no, no, ma'am. Now, granted, on some notes, I have to look at Mia and go, you know what? You are right, honey. You are transparent. You are the openest book I've seen in my life. But at the same time, I'm like, girl, sometimes she eats her words. Sometimes she goes over things over and over. And sometimes it doesn't make sense. And we're trying. We're still trying with Ashley. And here goes Candace, of course. Gotta have a dig for Ashley. Was like, you know what? You would have somebody else to drink with if Ashley was here because I know she's had threesomes with her husband. Meanwhile, Ashley is crying, finding it tough to leave little Dean. And that is understandable because she is on her way to the hospital. And honey, that was the episode. Did I enjoy this episode? I actually did. The shade was hilarious to me. Bravo is knowing what they are doing with this Real Housewives of Potomac this season. I'm enjoying it. Y'all let me know how you're enjoying this season. Um, furthermore, I'm still trying to get into Raising Canaan, but what I can get into is how cute Joey Badass is. I mean, when did he get cute or was I under a rock this whole time? But he's been in a couple of things that I had to go, hmm, interesting. Anywho, so far, I am liking the storyline. Thankfully, it's so much more than just Kanan's story. Am I hooked yet? Not necessarily, but it is holding me over until P. Valley comes back up. All right, y'all, let's get into some what you say happen now topics. <laughs> when I saw this, I chuckled a little bit because I was like, sir, you know what we want? Aaliyah's uncle. Barry Hankerson is taking a stab at the record business yet again with Black Round Records 2. I think it's called Black Round Records number two. Sir, that's all nice and stuff, but we don't need another Aaliyah. We don't need any more artiste right now or any more records, okay? Just let us be able to stream Aaliyah's music and I guarantee you gonna make more money than what you're doing right now with starting up this record business, okay? Just saying, I am so sick, and maybe it's just me, of only being able to listen to the jams, the R. Kelly Aaliyah jams on Spotify, okay? We have to go to YouTube to hear her music or pull out the old trusty CDs. Who has a CD player? 
That even works. My computer doesn't even have a disk drive anymore. They are becoming obsolete. Now, granted, I think in my car, I still have a disk drive and they do come standard with disk drive still. But isn't that scary though? What we used to depend on is no more. Like, I think that's hilarious to me. But Uncle Barry, um, just stop it. But let me hush, honey. He might have the next Monipa. That's a Babs reference. But either way, Barry, sir, Mr. Hankerson, Uncle Barry, I mean, can you go ahead and release those streams? Because it's nowhere. You cannot stream Aaliyah's music ever at all. And it's been it's been a while now. Can we please just be able to stream a couple songs? You ain't got to put everything out. Just put one album out, um, one in a million. Then after that, you can put out the other one. That's all we need, honey. That's it. Thank you, Uncle Bear. We appreciate you. Oh, Lord. The baby has lost yet another gig after recent comments made regarding HIV and AIDS in the LGBTQ community during his Rolling Loud set last weekend. Honey, if you missed it, child, you are really under a rock. It's everywhere so that you can listen to his comments. Honey, all of these festivals are becoming a rapido for him. And I mean rap, not in a good way. The latest festival is the Governor's Ball. And I think now that I'm recording, another festival has pulled out. The festival denounced tolerance of any hate or discrimination and has assured fans another artist will be added to the lineup. AKA, honey, you can be replaced. All right. The baby has since gone to his Instagram to explain that his gay fans are still with him. How do you know, sir? Do you know all of them personally? I am very confused. How are you speaking on the gay community? How? And his words were only meant to hype up the rolling rolling loud audience. Sir, I don't know how you can say such crazy shit. Now, granted, yes, when you say crazy shit, that does um, hype up people, but not in a good way. So I'm very confused as to what you meant. Sir, just hush and make your music, honey. I was enjoying the baby until he was saying all that dumb shit. And you can't take it back. It's just making it even messier and messier. And now when he gets on Instagram or whatever, it's just messy. He's trying to cover his tracks and not lose any more endorsements. And don't get me started on Boozy, honey. We all know that he just be saying shit right out of his ass, okay? It's just too much. I loved it when artists were just artists and all you knew was their music. And honey, all you could read was Word Up magazine or something of the sort. You didn't know nothing about them. You didn't know what was going on. But as soon as everybody got social media, it was like we now know artists' music and we know their personalities. And granted, once you know somebody's personality, it can turn you off all the way with their music. And it's for real, for real. I've seen some artists. I really enjoy their personality. And that's what makes me listen to their music. And a lot of these artists have been talking about how... um, Things have become so politically correct in the music industry. And it's like, yeah, especially if you're on a public platform and you're able to say whatever you want to. So it's very true. You have to be very cognizant of what you're saying at all times. Yes, you can have an opinion, but honey, please don't be butthurt when people come back and say, you know what? That was kind of fucked up. I don't like that. I'm not going to rock with you no more. That is everybody's opinion and everybody can do what they want to do. So the baby say whatever you would like to say. Okay. Because granted, we don't have to rock with you. We don't have to listen to no more. And granted, I do enjoy the baby's music. But sometimes people always put their foot in their damn mouths and it makes no damn sense. But a lot of artists are coming out saying, the baby, what the hell? Even, um, I think her name is Dua Lipa. You remember they did that song together when I love that song. She was like, honey, I am shocked and mortified that he would say some shit like that. What the hell? 
Exactly. So granted, you can work with somebody and still be like, what the hell was you on? Uh Uh-uh, that is crazy. So either way, people can have their opinions, but do not be shocked when people don't agree with your opinion. (laughs) Okay, the city of Atlanta is going back to phase three of reopening, which includes limiting trips outside, wearing masks in public places, and limited occupancy in food and retail spaces. Now, I can remember when the world was trying to open back up, Atlanta was the first one that was like, everybody run free. Now they like, hell no, we won't go. But I feel like now that the world is kind of opening back up, kind of in a state of normalcy, that it is very difficult difficult to tell these grown ass people what to do. And that's why we're in the situation that we are in. Meanwhile, Texas governor, (laughs) he has banned mask mandates and has threatened. This is why I laugh because I'm like, how in the hell is this acceptable? And threatens to find local officials who try to enforce people to wear their mask. That is crazy as hell. After Atlanta, I believe I'm not even talking about the whole state of Georgia. I'm just talking about Atlanta in general. Then it went down to Texas, in my opinion, is when stuff was opening back up for them. And it was a free for all. Just run wild. Do what you want to do. And granted, a lot of people in the cities have been like, hold on, hold on, hold on. If we want people to wear masks, that's what we're going to do. But the governor's like, we're actually going to find y'all if you do that. Like, what the hell? I don't really understand this at all. I don't get it. Florida governors, not governors, there's only one, but is in agreement with that and is are banning schools from requiring students to wear masks. (laughs) I don't get it. He also said, we're not going to have no lockdowns. We're not going to have no school closures, no restrictions and no mandates in the state of Florida. He acted like, don't even say nothing about nothing. I ain't doing nothing. Don't ask me nothing. And the schools that don't comply may be subject to having funds withheld. I'm like, hold up. What the hell? You are now messing with the school system's funding over some masks? Is it that serious? And how are you going to say we're not going to have any type of restrictions? No, nothing. And yet cases are steadily rising. And I believe it's the highest in Florida. I could be wrong. I don't have the facts right in front of me. But either way, all over the country, including my state, it's rising due to the Delta variant and people, of course, getting vaccines. Some people haven't. And now the signs up are saying, hey, please wear a mask if you're not vaccinated, aka, but we're not going to check. Because how are you going to check all of those people? Now, it was way easier when you had limited access into restaurants, retail stores, because you could only have maybe six to eight people sometimes in a store, depending on the size of it. I was in Walmart the other day had to rush back out, but I saw the occupancy of the Walmart that I went to was about 987 people. What if all 987 people were in that warehouse at one time and nobody had a mask on? I'm saying nobody had a mask on and nobody was vaccinated. Do you know there will be a rise, of course, of people just getting it in the Walmart alone? So that's what I'm saying is it's so crazy that now all of a sudden everybody can just go in and out and you're not expecting anybody to get COVID at all? I know in my state, there's a city where they actually shut down a hospital. Why? Because the COVID cases had risen. They did not have adequate staffing. And they basically say, you know what? We just going to shut this whole thing down. We, We can't help nobody. And that's just it. And I'm like, oh my God, how is that normal? How have we gotten to this space in life where this virus has happened 
staffing all over the place is at a low. Everywhere you go, it's like, hey, we're short staff. We probably don't have staff. Every type of fast food or retail establishment is looking for hires. It's crazy. And also the unemployment rate skyrocketed. But then at the same time, now the government is cutting funding for unemployment as well as rent, helping people with their rent, with evictions, all of this stuff. And they're just cutting it, thinking that people are going to get right back on their feet and everything's going to be great again. And it's like, nah, that's why we're in the situation that we're in. We actually had to work ahead of time to make sure that we weren't affected by this pandemic. But here the economy was working after effect, after the fact to help everybody. And now we're trying to clean it up. The CDC is now saying that masks should be worn indoors regardless of vaccination status. Fully vaccinated folks can spread the Delta variant. Personally, I believe that the world opened up right before summertime because they know that's when all of these places going to get their money. And now they're trying to restrict things right before Labor Day so that everything can calm back down. And it's like it doesn't work like that. If you all have seen concerts um, are, well, yes. Concerts are going to be happening again. A lot of these venues are opening back up. A lot of concerts did happen in the last couple of weeks. I think I saw one of those um, concerts where it was a zillion people. It looked like ants in the audience. And I didn't see not no mask. It's so scary because, of course, you want to go back to a sense of normalcy. But at the same time, it's really scary to jump back into that because you don't know what will happen. Effective immediately. Everybody quit breathing on people. Wash your damn hands and tighten up in the germ department. Okay, people touching everything. And this is a Miss P mandate. I know that we have gotten used to fresh air, but it seems like we've gotten a little too comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Including myself. Now, do I think that the world will shut down again? I highly doubt it. And I hope not. The government nor the economy nor our sanity can handle another shutdown. I I don't believe that we can take it. But we as a people have to do so much better. So please, if you're listening, do your part. Put your mask on if you're indoors. I know it's hot. I understand, but at the same time, it's going to be hot as hell in a box if you have to be in one, okay? It's going to be hot as hell if you got to be inside. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be hot regardless. So my biggest thing is we all have to do our part and uh, it's just a lot. It is really a lot. I feel like every day we're getting a new update from the CDC or what we need to do or, oh, it's a new variant or, oh, somebody's toe got cut off. We hear so much, but I feel like we have to do our due diligence. We really do. I know we hit on a lot today and what you say happened now, Land, the Delta variant, the baby, just to hit on a few. Please let us know your thoughts and make sure you rate this podcast all fives, please. Thank you all so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. If you have any What You Say Happen Now topics that you want me to hit on, make sure you hit us up on the social media, honey. I see everything. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, make sure to follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate us and leave us a review. Every single comment matters. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss TP90. See y'all next week.